Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. This is official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, Sans Chirson Sussell, who's on a much-deserved holiday. Joined, as always, by Cardinal great Frank Sanders. And to my left, Mr. Espo. Thank you, sir, for joining us tonight. I'm not a Cardinal great, but I am (laughs) grateful that I get to talk some Cardinals. And I think it was pretty obvious for those watching on YouTube that I am not Cheerston Susell. You are not. Just just by a little bit. You're um, not Johnny. That's Johnny. Well, you're, you're that's you, that's you where you're I get to rip Johnny. on. That's uh, Frank, I wish you had texted me saying you were wearing this shirt because you make it look good. I make it look uh, passable. No, we we allow the audience to see the multifacetedness of this, how well this shirt fits. And so either it shows, it shows a range, a variety of our consumers, those who watch and those who will be purchasing here soon. That is fit. And I am not fit. That is how it works. So, and, and I got to say this, Frank, and I say this from, from the bottom of my heart, it is a true honor to be on the show with you. Uh, I grew up watching you play the game, not to make you feel old, but uh, you were one of my favorite cards, so it is a, an honor and a privilege to be here. And Johnny, oh, wow. uh, special you're one of my favorite internet trolls. Thank so you so much. Well, I appreciate that. Elon Musk in the chat says, oh, Elon here, really? Espo, with cards today since Suns lost yesterday. That is actually not true. I, I courted Espo <laughs> weeks ago to come on and fill in for Cheerson today, so... It's not like the soccer relegation system where I have to move down to yeah. Cardinals yeah. after no. the Suns lose. No, <laughs> Cardinals have been doing a lot of losing, and we'll get to that. So it, there's unfortunately that's going around the valley right now. Some unfortunate news uh, yes. broke just before we went live uh, tonight. The great John Madden, legendary coach and uh, video game connoisseur, 85 years old, passed away this morning. Press release by the NFL probably 10 minutes before we started the show. So we'd remiss if we didn't set aside some time to discuss it. And Frank, we were talking about it before we hopped on that. How many games do you think John Madden called when you were an Arizona Cardinal? Well, when I was here, we, he was, you know, the NFC East was primarily covered by Fox at that time. So he, he was always there. Um, I would probably say, I mean, I'm a, we were here for so much. <laughs> but playing Dallas, he was a Dallas favorite. He was definitely a New York and Washington favorite. The Cardinals are probably not one of his favorite teams, but he – um, but in that window of time, I'd probably say somewhere between 10, 10 to 15 in my eight years here with Arizona Cardinals at that time. Unfortunately, we had so many games that was blocked out, you know, yeah. but my heart is a John Madden lover. Mm-hmm. Like just growing up watching the game of football, that voice. Now, again, I can go past him and go back to Frank Gifford, Al Michaels and Howard Cosell. And those are my three, you know, my three top favorite, you know, announcers in Monday Night Football football in general when it came to those voices. But when John Madden hit the scene and he and how he talked and explained and, and, and the funny ways he brought up, he, he talked about the game. Um, 
I, I'm hurt by that because he's one of those names that you just remember in the, as, you know, me growing up, he's one of those guys that impacted my life. You know, you're you watching me growing up. He's one of those men that impacted my life and made me fall in love with the game of football, watching it with my dad, you know, with a floor model TV. I'm on the I'm on a mattress and he's on the couch. And yeah. We you know, we're he's like in the he's like in the Pittsburgh, the Dallas Cow Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm like in the Dallas Cowboys. So it's uh, sad to hear that one of the iconic guys of, um, of the NFL um, has passed away. Well, you were telling me, Espo, before we got on air, it just surprises you how many people just associate him with only the video game. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole generation that doesn't remember that he was a Super Bowl winning coach with the Raiders. Mm -hmm. That's where it started. And then he walked away from that and went to the broadcast booth mm. and was one of the great voices, like Frank was saying, there long before uh, the late 80s when when his name was put on, on the video game. But, you know, Madden is now synonymous with football to a generation that learned the game through through video games as well so uh, that impact that he had is is at so many levels when it comes to football and on christmas day there was even a documentary on yeah. fox about his life and his legacy that that i recommend you go watch if you don't know john madden's full story but frank you were talking about it before we came on air like the madden football game uh, for for I mean, what is it? Four generations now yeah. uh, of college kids. We spent far too much time playing that game rather than studying for what we were supposed to do or having a social life. I remember, uh, you know, the waiting for the new edition to drop, buying it, and staying up all night in the dorms, just playing that and having tournaments yeah. and just having yes. a blast with with that game in and of itself. So so many people have learned football, whether it was, uh, you know, hearing him broadcast or then through the game. His impact will never be forgotten no. in football. Absolutely. Uh, Sean Marks quickly, super chat, 499. Thank you, Sean, friend of the program. Word on the street, Johnny's going to shave his head just so we can win. Um, not quite. Uh, we'll get to the Cardinals here in a second. And speaking of the Cardinals quickly, as it relates to John Madden, so Madden called the Jerry Maguire game. The Cardinals played the Cowboys in that uh, fateful film. But he also, John Madden's last game, I believe, that he ever broadcasted was Super Bowl 43 between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals. You can go back, and it was it's that Sunday night crew before Chris Collinsworth yeah. took over. <clears throat> and all I remember, uh, I was a junior in college, and you hear, yeah, I know, and you hear Madden's voice after Larry Fitzgerald scores that touchdown. Are they really going to pull this off yeah. with a little over two minutes left? Because I even think John Mann at that point did not, with all due respect to him, probably didn't take the Cardinals seriously like most of America. Thought the Steelers would roll in that game. And then lo and behold, uh, Larry Fitzgerald put on a show in the second half, and they almost did. But to me, that outside of the video game, Madden 04, I think, had Vic on the cover. That was my favorite uh, growing up. But that Super Bowl 43, his voice yeah, was yeah. phenomenal. Like he stormed um, back to you in college. So many guys failed school, failed classes. <clears throat> I missed so many classes, not uh, only because we had those tournaments. Yeah. Um, I think one of the greatest things that I do remember about John Madden is that, like in, in college, you used to desire to go to be on the Bob Hope special mm -hmm. as an All American. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just couldn't wait to be on the Bob Hope special as an All American. It was two things you couldn't, well, one, I'd say was great, and the other was turned out to be a curse. You couldn't wait to be on the All Madden team. 
once you got into the NFL. And I was fortunate to make it on the 1998 team, an all-man team. They would send you this big box and have a shirt and a jersey and have a sweater and some other memorabilia and a game. Yeah. That would, you know, you make you make the all-man team. But the other part was, of course, you know, you said Michael Vick was to make the cover of the, of the Madden. Yeah. And I think that was something where, you know, socially, iconically, a lot of guys grew in the game of football. That just added more flavor to it. Of course, fantasy football came along. Then you could also create your players. EA Sports did a great job of allowing you and I to be able to build our players, you know, and then kind of create our own team. And that be just, I mean, it just, it, it grew into such a phenomenon. <clears throat> on how far one man's name can go yeah. and just such a beautiful, you know, uh, memory for me, man. I just, there's so many things that, you know, watching what, how many guys I met, friends you meet, guys you end up, you know, just joining together because of the uh, EA Sports and John Madden. And just, uh, again, that just was a special moment. Oh, hold on. I love Frank tried to, to act like uh, we're, we're on his level. Guys like you and me can make ourselves – they put you in the game. You didn't have to do anything. What was that like the first yeah. time? Do you remember that? Great. It was crazy. <clears throat> I was like most of the guys now. I was like, I'm an 89? <laughs> like, no, bro. Like, I'm better than that. Yeah. But I think that was uh, – it's always it's great, man. I mean, like, I, mean I, I still literally have um, all of my years here in NFL, in Madden, video games, awesome. in storage, um, just because. It's just one of those things where – you know, um, it's pretty special, dude. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, I I said it the other day. I said, you know, sometimes when you're you're in your career, you never get a chance to watch or really watch your career. Mm -hmm. You're just in it. Like, tomorrow you guys do another show. You watch this. You blur it. You go on. But you, it's just how it is in sports. You got a game. You play the game. And then it's like you just kind of move on. And I think sometimes those are the things I do have the ability to go back and play it. But it was – it's cool, man. It's – um you kind of humble yourself on that. The guys yeah. now they took it because you can you can get money and all that stuff, <laughs> other stuff that comes along with it with social media posting and stuff. But um, watching, remember Tecmo Bowl, Sega Genesis, watching Tecmo Bowl and Sega Genesis, and watching how the game built up, and then you find yourself because those are the people that you're playing with. Yeah, and then you find yourself in that mode. Um, you try to be humble, not playing with yourself, but I scored at least sixty touchdowns a season without a problem. <laughs> it, fe it feels like it went from Tecmo Bowl to NFL Blitz on Nintendo 64, and then really Madden took the baton from there. If, I, if I'm missing something, keep me honest. No, here. I mean, Madden, uh, Madden was was in that same range, too, as when, when Blitz was, but it, that was a, a different kind. But it went next level when you got into, uh, you know, the, the PS2, PS3, when yeah. those graphics Correct. really started looking realistic and the playbooks became became vast yeah that's that's when it it went next level for sure so. great well r.i.p big john man uh you, you definitely will be missed uh that was some disappointing news um but hopefully you guys are able as elon says he uh can he unlock frank in the game i don't think so <laughs> but you can create frank right after the show yes. is over so go create Frank Sanders. And make him a 99. That's Don't right. Any of that 89 bullshit. Cardinals right? could use some Frank Sanders right now offensively because they're they're in a little bit of a rut. I don't know if you guys know this or not. They're on a three-game losing streak. However, we haven't had a chance to talk about it since since Saturday after the game. I suppose you and I haven't had a chance to have dialogue either. Cardinals are in the playoffs, for better or worse. Yay. <laughs> Yahoo. Uh, with, their, with a record of 10-5, and five, they are in the postseason, even though they've lost – Three straight. So that's that's the good news, right? Mm -hmm. The bad news is 
assuming that the LA Rams went out against what could be two backup quarterbacks against Baltimore and now San Francisco, Cardinals are going to be hitting the road uh, first week of the playoffs as a wild card team. So Espo, I'll pose it to you first. How should Cardinal fans feel about this postseason berth? Well, look, I am a big proponent of going back and looking at uh, what your expectations were at the beginning of the year, right? Like this happened with the Suns last year. You know, people people forget where you started yeah. because of of what happens. If I had told you you'd have ten wins at this point, you'd have a playoff spot locked at this point back in in August, everybody would have been like, Well, it sounds like everything's great, yeah. right? This is this is exactly that next step that you want to take. What happens is when you start seven and zero, you play as well as they did. You get expectations. Those expectations increase uh, tenfold. So, with that start, all of a sudden everything ta- becomes best team in the NFL. Um, I mean, you know, JJ Watt's quote about being better. The the thoughts of Super Bowl and and they go on a three game slide, and it's like, well, the the sky's falling, right? The sky's not falling, but I understand the disappointment in in the three game uh, skid. But you should celebrate the fact that they made it to, to the playoffs. Wow! First time since 2015. And Frank, you can probably talk to this. I mean, half the battle is just getting in right, and then anything can happen once you're in uh, in the postseason. Now you ask the the 2008 team that you referenced about the Super Bowl, Johnny. They they got their asses handed to them and in New England. They did not play well down the stretch. They were called the worst team to ever make the Super or make the playoffs, yeah. right? And then they go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Frank, you were part of a team that gets in on uh, on a field goal on in the last game of the year. You go to Dallas and, and you stick it to the vaunted Cowboys. It was just about getting in, yeah, right? It was just about getting in. We had a uh, six games to play. We needed to win four out of the last six and we found a way. We found we found a formula in us as a team. And something happened that, you know, was magical. Something the Cardinals hadn't done in 50 years, which was another magical moment. And I think I agree with you 100%. Going back to the first part, yeah, expectations, that was, look, there would be no K2 tattoo because my expectations was 100% low. And the reason why is because I didn't think that this, I was hoping that it would change. I hope it would get better. And the first seven weeks, yes, it was amazing. 30 points plus, dominating on defense. Number one in the NFC, number one in the NFL for first 10 weeks of the season. And guess what? I did not expect a 10-5 season. I, I mean, I, of course, right now we're 10-5, but in my mind, I just didn't, I didn't expect that, JV. I didn't. But well, that to me is, you know, I agree with you. As Getting in is where you need to be. And now this is the part where major coaching and leadership becomes a major factor in your locker room and in your organization. I'm going to disagree with both of you guys. I am going to agree with Cardinals update in the chat. Expectations change. Standard is the standard now. Remember that? I do remember. Standard is the standard. We shouldn't be just okay making it. We have a roster that should contend. I will say the roster is a little bit diminished. You're missing some key guys, but But I I just can't can't feel good about a team that started 7-0. I think at one point was 10-2, the number one seed, and now I do agree with you that it's the you you never think you're going to be up again what's that quote from um i think it i can't remember what it's from you you when you, when you're up maybe it's from blow with johnny depp when you're up it's never as good as it seems and when you're down you never feel like you're going to be up again that's what it feels like right now in the midst of this three game 
losing streak. Anytime you can compare your football team to cocaine, it's always a, <laughs> a great, the great Ray Liotta said that in that movie. It's always stuck with me. And so, yeah. Um, and I, I would have signed up for a playoff spot, whatever it looked like before the season. I didn't even want to put a win to whatever it took to get a seed in the postseason. I would have signed up for that and been content with that. But man, why does it have to go down this way? I was on the show with Shane yesterday on our audio podcast and he asked me point blank, like, would you rather basically have what the Colts are doing now or what the Cardinals are doing? And I'm like, well, the Colts are trending upward now. Carson Wentz is on the COVID list, but that that's what you want, right? You want a, a trajectory of winning and success, kind of like the 2013 team that almost got in into the playoffs. You don't want to lose or lose out. Look, and, I, and I'm not saying you should be OK with uh, with just making the playoffs. Then you should be happy that you're there for the first time since 2015. But you should expect that they play better. Yeah. Because if you don't play better, you're going to be one and done. And that isn't okay. That isn't acceptable. It's about celebrating the accomplishment, even though you backed into it. Yeah. And going, all right, we're in the playoffs. But guess what? There's two more games in the regular season. You got to go out there, find the magic you had at the beginning of the season, and take care of business because you still got a shot at a division title. It's not going to be easy. You're going to need help, but that's what you should expect for them to do. But that does not mean that you shouldn't enjoy the fact that you're going to see postseason football for the first time in six years. I know. It's frustrating because Sunday is not the way it was supposed to go down. They had three opportunities to win a game so we could celebrate it, and then they had to have a bunch of help on Sunday. They would have gotten it anyway, but... Look, if they beat the Lions, right... And it and it's sandwiched in between the two losses, it's probably a different perspective because that loss to the Lions is a gut punch because it felt like same old Cardinals, right? Like they That's, didn't care. That is the that is we all defaulted back to years of being Cardinals fans and went same old Cardinals. But if they beat if they beat Detroit and they're sitting at eleven wins and they have tough losses on either side of it, right? You mm-hmm. go. All right, a couple tough losses, but it's not that big a deal. The linchpin is that Detroit game it is. that it makes everybody is. feel as bad as they are right now about this. I agree. We it's you go back four weeks and we all thought to ourselves, we gave ourselves wins when it came to the Lions. And a little tussle versus the Colts. Uh, a possible, you know, if if we show up, we could beat the Rams on a prime time television with a moment. And this is the time to seize seize this moment and seize the NFC West. Well, we did none of those things. Absolutely none of those things. And now we need a little help. But I guess at the end of the day, the goal is to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. The magic can come back. You don't know what will trickle it. We have no idea what will be said. J.J. Watt potential is coming back. A stone cold faced leader of this team who needs a voice. And this is the part where we talk about the standard. Well, I asked him what was the message. Somebody was saying something in that locker room that was changing everything. Maybe that maybe didn't, no one was in that locker room saying anything, and then now we can get that back. So I agree. Once once you get in, you just want to get in. How yeah. you get in, of course, you want it to be beautiful. But at the end of the day, you can make it beautiful, and it could be something pretty special. You can. Uh, Elon Musk in the chat. Will uh, Andy Lee be back to hold the ball for Prater in Dallas? If he's activated, now remember, he tested positive. And just like Rodney Hudson, and Rodney Hudson missed two weeks. Not saying that's the standard, but um, that that could be a little bit of an issue. The Cardinals do have 100% vaccination on their team. You would love to have him back. I think they got it situated 
for Prater after that initial hold from Colt McCoy with the the laces kind of turn. It was, I don't want to make excuses for Prater. I mean, he just didn't he just didn't kick well. That was just not a good I game. Agree. Look, I agree. Look, I say we practice receivers. We practice wet balls. We practice balls that sometimes are very cold. We practice. We don't practice everything to be perfect scenarios. Yeah. And so, as a kicker, you should be practicing sometimes that laces are towards you. Laces are laces are faced the other way. You practice these things so just in case in game time situations these things happen. Even if you have a changeup in the guys that are holding the punt, holding the kick, excuse me, holding the kick. And so that is something that I don't give excuses to because you pra- you should practice these things. We practice. You 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 practice every scenario. So that when it happens in the game, you're supposed to be able to overcome that. And if we want to use that as something, then I guess we could. But I choose not to because I know for a fact that they have to practice that in practice. So the coach is going to say, guess what? It might not be perfect, son. What are you going to do? It might not be. It's not going to be perfect conditions. The wind's coming out of the left. You typically hook the ball. But wind's coming out of the right. Or it's a knockdown wind. What are you going to do? Those are the things that I find when you have your when it's, when it's, when it's your time to do your job, you're supposed to do it. And that's basically because you should have practiced it either any kind of way. And I said that before, I just don't, I don't give them passes on that. Mistakes happen. We're not perfect. I agree with that, but I don't use that as, I don't use that as an excuse. I, I don't. I, I had a question in, in regards to that, that I was wondering on Sunday, do they have a backup holder? Like every other position, there's a backup, right? Is there a backup holder? And do you practice with that guy? Uh, holding like to me that would seem like a, a logical thing to do no right? you don't only because the only the typically the backup holder is your, is your is your quarterback is your backup quarterback it's typically that guy <clears throat> unless you need a special guy on a roster that just holds punts for or holds field goals for <laughs> what three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. i would love that job i want give that, me that job, job. <laughs> give me that job that's man. right but i don't i don't i know it's typically the quarterbacks and they go in succession of Who's the quarterback? And if your if your second string quarterback is not able to do it or cannot do it, then you you might revert back to the first string quarterback because you just don't think he's gonna get his hand kicked. But it's not really, you know, it's not really something that you really go outside and try to find a second place, yeah. second place holder. Because so. it just feel, it feels like it's such a mental thing with kickers. It's all about rhythm, right? So you change mm-hmm. this one this one thing they get in their head after the yeah. first miss and then all of a sudden the whole rhythm's thrown off you just that entire that, game. that entire game wasn't good for him week week well excuse me week before that he was our draft king sportsbook king of the game it's, and yeah. unfortunately he just uh, did not show up this week and um it, it it's not a moment where he has to go check himself because this is why they bring you in here yeah this is why you were brought here and we talked about that earlier how he was a godsend in the first seven weeks he was due for a game like that, um, and they they did not play well in all three phases. Prater had a bad game. I didn't think the defense took advantage of the depleted offensive line for Indianapolis, and I didn't think the offense put enough enough points. I mean, they, they scored two touchdowns. That's not good enough. Uh, Low-tone Capone asked, do the Cardinals have any bulletin board material to inspire them? I would say maybe just turn on the TV and and just let ESPN and Fox Sports run for about an hour. That that should do it. Do you even need to do that? Just put the three box scores from the last three games. Yeah. Pin those to the board and use that as inspiration. Like, did, Frank, did bulletin board stuff actually? Fans fans seem to think that that's the the. It does fuel. matter. It like, does, does matter. It? Yeah, it does matter, man. It does matter because once it hit the <laughs> once it hit the news, you have to answer that question. Yeah. So if, if I'm talking trash about you 
And I'm saying, there ain't no way in the world Espo's going to cover me. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to do it. I'm going to murder him with this move here. I'm going to give him this. I'm going to give him that. The murder. And then they're going to they're going to send that notation to you back. You're going to get that report back. And they'll say, hey, Frank Sanders said this. And then you're going to, once that hits, you have to start answering the call of certain things. The Cardinals need to answer the bell. Yeah, they, they need to answer every person's, every every national media, and even at home media that is saying, man, what happened to you guys? We we thought you were going to be this team. You're not that team, but you are who we thought you were. That's right. As a Before slap in the, the face back to you. Everybody's and, feeling gratified now. And that's the part where that's, they have to they have to answer that question now and find find a way to make that the Bullington Bolt material and say, you know what? I had a chance to be the NFL coach of the year. I'm, I stunk it up. I blew it. I had a chance to be the MVP quarterback of the MVP of the league, and I, I stunk it up. I haven't played well enough. And I and I'm, I'm, guess what? I'm going to the Pro Bowl, and I'm stinking as a quarterback. How is that possible? And now he has to ask himself, I have to play like I'm a Pro Bowl quarterback. I have to go out and do these things, and I have to answer these questions. So, LTC, yeah, man, every time you hear some bulletin board, it matters. And these guys are probably trying to answer it. I mean, you, you see their response sometimes on Twitter to comments made about them. But when you're on primetime television, that camera's on you, you have to show up to play. And if you don't, you're just going to get exposed as being the dude that we thought you was. Burgade Travel, uh, multiple messages. He's, his whole rhythm's being thrown off because Espo's here. I'm like the uh, the backup holder, apparently. I've thrown off Bird Gang Travel, just like Prater was. <laughs> the good news for us, though, is Espo, historically, you've been very hot with your Crowder Cash Club. Yes. Uh, which is a fun club that I'm not privy to <laughs> on the Sun Show where they put money doing... How do you do that? So... You know, on on DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet on the guy that's going to hit the first field goal gotcha. in the game. That's that's the first shot, not the th- three point kick. Yes, uh, yes. I know we're in different worlds here. So first uh, first field goal there. So I just kind of noticed that Jay Crowder was getting it a lot for the Sun. So I started putting my money where my mouth was. Nice. I won like five grand uh, off of <laughs> subsequent bets. I actually won twice on James Conner scoring first touchdown ah, for the Cardinals. There you go. Too. So. It's not just basketball that I can get on a heater with. I see, I, I've been trying to sneak my way into some sun shows, trying to throw a little cash down. But you, you, rea- you realize the app doesn't lock yeah, you out from I, doing it, right, I want to be part of the mojo, though. <laughs> You're the host of like, bet show. You're supposed to know how to make I bets. I know how to do it, of course. <laughs> but I want to be part of the club, and Shane doesn't let me. So this is the official sports betting partner of the NFL, that being the DraftKings Sportsbook app. As my man Espo said, you'll be a winner once again. In this specific scenario... Once a single point scored, new customers who bet $1 on any team to score win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code PHNX. If you used it once already, I've had people ask me, you can't double dip. Not yet, anyway. Bet $1 on any NFL team to win that $100 in free bets. 21 or over, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEPS. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions, uh, they do apply. See DraftKingsSportsbook.com for more details all right gentlemen well i was thinking about it today and i'm just i'm going to swallow my pride here and i'm going to say the cardinals don't win the division i'm going to say they're going to travel on the road uh in the first round of the playoffs and who knows right a lot of people are saying that might be best for them given their struggles at home i don't know if i agree or disagree with that all i know is my travel now in the first round of the playoffs goes from down the street in glendale to one of several places so leah we've got a phenomenal graphic we're going to play a little game called pick your playoff poison and uh it could get a little deadly here so i've got 
the four presumed division winners on the screen. Three out of the four teams on the screen have already clinched the division. Of course, the fourth being the LA Rams could do that with wins uh, in each of the next two games. Again, Baltimore, Lamar, no Lamar Jackson, San Francisco, no Jimmy Garoppolo. So Frank Sanders, what kind of poison you drinking first round of the playoffs for the Cardinals? Oh. I, you know, initially, um, I like the graphic because it really highlights the two, the 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 matchups that All make deadly. the difference. Look at those deadly. <laughs> I mean, but it, it 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 highlights the matchup that makes a difference. Cliff versus you know Bruce Aarons. You know, then you got the quarterbacks in there, and then you start asking, can Kyler will he handle that very well? Sean McVay's in there, and does Cliff handles that that coaching well? And to me. I wanted to say the Dallas Cowboys. That's I wanted to pick yeah, them notice first. Notice there's no Mike McCarthy in that. But I wanted, <laughs> but I wanted to pick them because I thought Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn. But watching this team, Dak Prescott is a leader. Yes. And they play to the drum of his beat. And the defense is dominating right now. But they play to the drum of his beat. They got two running backs that are pounding the ball, catching the ball at the backfield, and they look good. I do not want to face them. I actually want to face our in conference nemesis which is the rams and the only reason why because i think matthew stafford will shit the bed when it comes to playoff moments because he doesn't have many wins in the playoffs they brought him there with that large money they gave him the reins sean mcveigh will probably put him in the best babysitting position that he could he'll give him a nipple and let him suck on just some, <laughs> just just on some fake runs like some play action passes some dump off to the t- dump off to the to the tight end and look, that offense looks good, but I'm just, I just, I want to, I'd rather see Matthew Stafford, Stafford be the one who we place because I don't think he will be the guy to answer the call in that window of time. Tom Brady, makes sense. Dak Prescott, Pick the worst quarterback. I mean, no, not the worst because he's in the top whatever, fifteen well, in the, all, those, all time. I think, I think, yeah. I think Dak's better than. than and I Matthew agree, but Stafford. that's why I say leadership wise and quality wise, I think that Matthew will probably poop, poop. Poop it in the playoffs. Uh, Frank, I don't watch the game film. Is nipple a formation that Sean McVay runs? <laughs> yes, in it LA? is. Yes, it is definitely <laughs> a formation. Because look, before they gave him the full bottle and he was just standing in the shotgun. And then they say, you know what? Put him on in the center and make him give him some nipple. Creep yeah. yeah, give him a little nipple to suck on a little bit. Get underneath the center, play action, roll out. Don't don't let don't let don't let him have complete Three control. Three interceptions against the Vikings this past weekend. Thank you. That's nipple what I, was not on my bingo card of things that come up tonight on the well, show. Welcome to the Cardinals Sometimes show. Sometimes you got a baby a quarterback. <laughs> That's, That's what it's about, babe. Sometimes right. you got a baby a quarterback. Poison. Two, two things. I gotta say first. Ye of little faith. I think the Cardinals are going two and zero, and the Rams are going one and one. I love you, my man. That is that is a. I think that this that ship has sailed, my man. I just, <laughs> I just, I figured somebody needed to bring the positivity and be the naive guy that's, that's here for the first time. That's true. So I'll do that. And, and second, I love that you assume we're sending you wherever they're they're going on oh, the my, playoffs. Oh no, so Kobe oh, he told okay. me I was going. Oh, he okay, said, fine. Pack your shit. You're going to Tampa. That's what he told me on the phone today. <laughs> Uh, he said, "If he he actually told me if I'm going to Tampa, he's coming with me. I don't know what else he had to do. So uh, good to know. Good to know that Saul's just wasting our budget. <laughs> uh, for me, I think I'm right there, right there with you, uh, Frank. I, I think it's the Rams and and the quarterback position, obviously a big part in that, but also the familiarity with with the Rams. Mm-hmm. It would be the third time you see him." Uh, you you know kind of what to expect, which I think helps Cliff, especially in the situation of going into the playoffs for the first time. You're not, uh, you know, I know that they've played the Packers this year. They will have played the Cowboys. 
uh, as well. But but this is a Rams team that that uh, you know Cliff and and Kyler have played uh, numerous occasions, and mm-hmm. I think there's something about just a comfort level going into the playoffs for the first time, especially with them on this kind of slide. Uh, and the pressure won't be as much on them because if if they wind up having to travel, because at that point everybody's kind of put the expectations aside, right? Yeah. And and then it's about them believing in themselves and going in there and surprising a team. And I think the Rams are the group that they can actually do it. Plus, not a huge amount of travel. Uh, you know, Tampa's a long tra- yeah. long distance. So is Green Bay. L.A., 45-minute flight, and you're right to business. Yeah. Saw that rap bastard's in the chat right now. Johnny was going until he replaced me with Espo, scorned. Um, well, do, we're doing what we can here. Congratulations. You got an upgrade. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. <laughs> How about it? I'm going to surprise you both. First of all, I think just f- from a bird's-eye view here, I don't think any team is going to be an easy out in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play San Francisco just because it's hard to beat a team three times in in one season. I don't think any of their matchups, should they have been at State Farm Stadium, would have been a layup win. This is such a a different kind of parity-driven year for the NFL. Even a team like you, if Philadelphia wins out, they're going to get the seventh seed. That that team would scare the hell out of me. They're not supposed to be there playing loose, nothing to lose. You're not going to get a Washington football team or a bad Saints team in the first round this year. Um, So with that being said, I'm going to actually go kind of off the beaten path here. I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay for a couple reasons. I I think that they are primed to be beaten. I think that that team has been beat up. They have a lot of injuries. Yes, the Brady factor, but I I do think the Cardinals are best equipped to take on quarterbacks that are statuesque in the pocket. And I know we're talking about the greatest of all time, but the Cardinals struggle with mobile quarterbacks. I think clearly Dak's going to give them problems this weekend. Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, you know, that would probably be my second choice. But right now I just... Wouldn't it be something like you're you're turning on the TV? If they play Tampa, is anybody get like they're getting that garbage Saturday morning slot? You think? For, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. There's a lot of. I mean, it's former former coach against former franchise. There's all care. sorts of Tampa. Did they force Tampa them out? Cardinals, Buccaneers, Cardinals. They will be that ESPN trash game on Saturday morning. I will be there Saturday night and Sunday night. Will be. Packers, Cowboys, Rams will get a primetime game. They will put Tom Brady and the Cardinals at at like noon on Saturday. I will bet you lunch that if at it's 100%. If it's those two teams, it's a Saturday night game. We'll, 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 I'll make that bet with you right no. now. Yeah, because uh, Green Bay will be likely the the one well, with the bye. Hang on. Yeah, so no, you you shook. I will. That's, I, that's fine. But <laughs> but son, what's the AFC? Who, what garbage team are we getting in the AFC? That I, that's a big caveat. There's a lot of garbage teams. Yeah, in the see AFC if like, t- like the Titan. Okay, now the Titans are probably going to be hosting <laughs> yeah. that game as division winners. They're going to Titans hosting like oh, like the LA Raiders. Johnny's now thinking and Raiders. going. I may have I, just I, I screwed might, up. I might have missed up. <laughs> Johnny, there's a lot of people. Just, don't forget, of, there's a Monday night game all, in this. Can this I just year say, too. of all the NFC slots, there they're going to get the worst slot. <laughs> I feel right. like if they play but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't forget there's a Monday night slot. So there's three prime time this year. So oh, there's man. there's a chance that uh, that they make their look, I want nothing to do with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Not a I damn feel like thing that would with be Tom the biggest, Brady. The biggest upset, the biggest point spread, and the, they can go into that game playing hundred percent loose. 
Tom Brady's lost first round playoff matchups before. He lost to Ryan Tannehill a couple years ago. Once upon a time to Joe Flacco at home. I it he nope. is it's, no. All right, it's Tom. It's Tom Brady. It's, Tom Brady. it's the playoffs, yep. and Bruce Arians is a better tactician when it comes to being head coach uh, than than Cliff Kingsbury. I am not putting myself <laughs> in that situation. There are two teams I'd want anything to do with. The Rams are one A, and depending on what goes on this weekend, the Cowboys are one B. And it, the Cowboys find a way to screw themselves in the playoffs every freaking year and i don't think that's gonna change this year so those are the two teams i look at and and or sunday will determine who who's the number one for me if the cardinals go in there and they surprise everybody it's the cowboys are gonna move into that spot for me but i i just there's nothing i want i don't want green bay and the weather the weather or any anything to do with that i don't want anything to do with tom brady it's kind of ironic if the Cardinals beat the Cowboys this weekend. I think it's Dallas's fourth or fifth loss and would presumably knock them into that four spot if Tampa and the L.A. Rams uh, went out. So I think the Cardinals kind of control their own destiny in the sense that if they win out, they're going to probably be playing Dallas uh, in the first round. So interesting. Well, I'm glad we're all not on the same page here, uh, but we are on the same page in one area, and that's our phenomenal gear. So yes. I've got a shirt that means a lot to me because it represents the first half of the Cardinals season and hopefully this the playoff person that they're going to have. Did you know that we have a new version of that? It's Don't, it says, don't do it. Maybe we just fucking backed into the playoffs. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's the new one. Uh, no? No. I like right. that one. I'll, I'll, right. I'll get that one. So <clears throat> the fine-looking gentleman to my left and to my right have the gorgeous bird on the ball that you can get right now, PHNX Cardinals, or PHNX Merchandise Locker with Cardinal PHNX gear. PHNXLocker.com. Locker.com. Uh, as I butcher this read, because uh, <laughs> fact is, folks, if you didn't get what you wanted this holiday season, don't worry. The PHNX Locker, there it is, still has all the great sports merch just for you. Spoil yourself. Treat yourself. It's really not spoiling yourself because we have all these phenomenal deals that we run on our website. GoPHNX.com. Head to the locker. PHNXLocker.com. Pick up any sticker pack for just five bucks. I need to get some for the front of my laptop here and any T-shirt for twenty nine ninety nine, and you'll be the envy of all of your friends, or better yet, just sign up $59.88 for the year, a year membership, you get a t-shirt for free. So you can enjoy articles from myself, my many talented peers, everything and anything on gophnx.com, and you get a free shirt in the process. So <laughs> did you see Elon? What do can you we, say? Can you replace the bird with a mini Kyler Murray? It'll say actual size next year. We're trying to get him in studio. I don't need- I'm an ass, all right? Let's just make that clear. For those of you that are uninitiated with me, I can be a real ass sometimes. You're, but you're our ass. That's, and that's true. That's yes. great. I so, am PHNX's ass, all right? So Take if, that as you will. So you come from a good spot. So if Espo's our ass, then that means the, the face of at least this program is Chirsten Sussell, who is not here right now. She is on holiday, but she sent us this lovely photo. She is actually... In Pottersville, Pottsville, Pottsville, Pottersville. <laughs> Let's not give Pottersville the 1925 championship. Pots- that doesn't fix anything. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. If you have not checked out our podcast, our story um, with regard to this presumed curse that the Cardinals have claimed the 1925 champ- NFL championship um, that belongs to Pottsville, um, go check that out. She's there today taking photos, trying to 
I don't know, talk some Reverse sense the curse. into the into the curse, into the town. She had yeah. a meeting with the mayor. She has offered. We said, look, we will give you Frank Sanders and you can have him if you if you if you let the curse go. You can't do the cold. <laughs> you can't do cold weather. I really can't. But I, I mean, if you reverse the curse and you can get your tattoo, I'd love to see oh, that. That's true. I'd be very, I'd, I'd go to Potters, Pottsville for about. Six months. Well, all right. Perfect. I rock, I rock in, in the, the, in the summer. Release you, Frank Sanders, for six months. But it has, yeah. Six Johnny, months, that's it. I almost brought the hair clippers, too, so we could uh, could reverse that curse, too. Shave your head. No one, uh, that was never a deal at any point. <laughs> no one agreed to that. <laughs> I heard it on yesterday's show with Shane. Yeah, I guess. There's people in the comments who are trying to will that into existence, I guess. I badly wanted to have a giant 1925 uh, Pottsville Maroons championship banner uh, printed. And make you and Cheerston sneak it into Dallas Stadium and unfurl it during the game. The, here's what the Cardinals should do if they had any kind of pride: just give it to us, the big fraudulent banner you have in your Tempe facility. <laughs> not at all. So we can have it on display here, and no one can see it at your facility because it's not yours. It doesn't belong to you guys. Come on, Michael B. Not very good. All right. <laughs> well, I hope Cheerston has safe travels back to the Valley, and she'll be on with us. On Thursday, much needed time off. Okay, it's time for our last segment, folks. Our winners and losers. We do it every week. There's a phenomenal trophy and some poop. <laughs> and now it's time to break which it all down. Which is for which, though? Which is the... <laughs> if you're asking, my son would definitely take a poop emoji over the trophy. <laughs> all right, I'll start with you, Mr. Frank Sanders. Who's your... Let's go with your loser of the week. My loser is, <clears throat> unfortunately, the Arizona Cardinals. And this is the only... Not because we lost, but yeah. because every time the last couple of quarterbacks we placed in Jerry Goff as well as Wentz, they get on COVID after they play us. Yes. Like, that sucks. <laughs> like, why can't you get it a little earlier than after you play us? Like, and I hate to say it, but I just feel like as soon as they leave us or once we play them, they, they get sick. And it feels like that was a – a little, I don't want anybody to get sick, so I'm not saying that, but it just as a football fan and wanting your team to win, the best opportunity possibly to have won those games, either one would not show up or two. Um, you know, these guys unfortunately got sick. So just two back-to-back times on the quarterback got sick, and they, after we played them. Does that make our defensive line the winners because they didn't get close enough to these quarterbacks to contract anything? <laughs> Great one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I only Buda Baker. I didn't think that's part of it. Because he was the only I one said, giving a shit. I said defensive line. So. Yeah, I, I thought that was like, yes, that great is, one. That is very well said. Well said. Four starters out on the offensive line, and nobody in the front seven gets any kind of quarterback pressure. That is I mean, garbage. Loser. Everybody needs replaced on that defensive line. We'll talk about that this offseason, but that's a good loser. I take it, man. What, what you got my, for me? My loser. Uh, it is one Kanye West. You guys hear about this? No. Kanye bought bought a house right across from his ex Kim Kardashian, <laughs> literally across the street. Like, I'm sorry, but get over it at maybe, some point. Maybe right? he's trying to be closer to his kids. So buy a house a few blocks away. Like, if I'm buying the house right across the street, that's saying I have not given up on this, even though I've been told numerous times. Like, if I saw my ex with Pete Davidson, I'd go, that's a surefire sign this is over. Mm. Because she obviously does not have good taste anymore. No. <laughs> I, I think that's a big loser. That's a big L if oh, you're doing Oh, man. That. Kanye, you, you, it's time to move on. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, so, like, kind of in the same realm as uh, Kanye West. So, did you see what Matt Rule had to say 
after they uh, just a, a yet another loss for the Carolina Panthers this weekend. So they were asking Coach Matt Rule, who two years removed from being the Baylor head coach with Carolina, second consecutive under 500 season, if he's frustrated. And his response was, quote, as I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years like seven years to make it. So, Matt Rule, I'm sorry. Do you think you have seven years to get this right in Carolina? <laughs> the longest runway yes. in NFL coaching history. And it's just like, I, I love me some Jay-Z, but that came out of left field. You cannot use my man Jay-Z as a crutch for your suckiness of your team. <laughs> but good news is Sam Darnold is well on his way to returning so you can be the embarrassment once again in the NFL. It's funny. We rip on, on Cliff um, and the struggles that they're having right now. But goodness, Matt Rule is the dumpster fire coach that I feel like no one talks about. Hold on. Is that is he a dumpster fire or is management a dumpster fire for giving him Sam Darnold and thinking, hey, let's sign Cam Newton to $10 million to bring him off the street because that'll save The us. innovation, though, is not there. I feel like he was supposed to be even more than Cliff, like yeah. what he was doing at Baylor. Like, you remember that Baylor? Yeah, they, were supposed, they were supposed to be like top. They're not at top 10 in anything. Points, yards, uh, touchdowns, anything. Mm-mm. The sad part about it is that I keep saying that some of the coaches that they hire are not qualified for what it takes to be an NFL coach. And I say that respectfully, saying that you're great in college because your, your five stars are probably playing against four and three stars, and you're probably playing one or two games out of the year that really makes you coach and have to go out and, and play versus five on five, where it's an evenly matched the NFL every week, it's ten, it's nine to ten guys that are five stars, and the and the head coach or the defense coordinator should know how to put their guys in the best position that attacks your weaknesses. Matt Rule's weaknesses are being exposed, and yeah. without a Christian McCaffrey, seems like it's not the same. And, and you have to have the ability to innovate your offense, be innovative in your offense to know how to. You don't have to get the ball to everybody, but you have to attack other teams' weaknesses in multiple ways by changing the formation up. And unfortunately, we as the Cardinals fans have watched that. That has kind of been a little has not, we have not seen it last couple of weeks. Maybe missing D hops that much shows you how much emphasis Cliff has put on him. Matt Rule not having a, you know a healthy Christian McCaffrey has affected the offense. Thought he had a Sam Donald that was solid, but it's seventeen weeks. Teams start to find out your, what you're trying to do to them, and if you miss what we're trying to do to you, then you're going to get your butt whipped. And unfortunately, he's in that position right now, just like the Cardinals are. You got a winner for me? My winner, chicken, chicken dinner, is the Miami Dolphins. And what they've been able to do the last seven games. Mm-hmm. I know it's just some conversation piece, one and seven on the first start. They flipped it, found a, found some magic. Now they're, you know, seven and oh on the backside, and they have a potential chance going to the, into the playoffs. Look. Yeah, they're a, the seventh a, seed right now. A franchise that has been absolutely nothing mm-hmm. since Dan Marino. And that's the sad part. Quarterback after quarterback, running game, new coach, new coach, head coach, just like the just like UM. I don't know if it's the salt in the water or it's the beauties on the beach, but something about playing in Miami, just these guys don't know how to get it done. But something they're doing right now, great. They're doing something good. So my winner is the Miami Dolphins and just what they've been able to produce. <clears throat> it's not easy to win in the NFL. It's not easy to find the formula of winning in the NFL because it changed weeks to week. And they found something in Tua. Tua's healthy, which is, you know, a lot of conversation pieces that went bad against him. And now he's finally able to produce and 
It's looking pretty good. It is. Uh, Beauty's in the Beach, my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> Beauty's in the Beach. <laughs> is that on Disney Plus? That's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus Plus Plus. Let me tell you, yeah, yeah. XX Plus. Turn, turn those sideways. Yeah, <laughs> those are one of those that it was all pixelated going into the yeah. triple digits as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Uh, no, I I love that the dolphins saved them. I, I love that the dolphins were saved from themselves because they badly wanted Deshaun Watson when they had yes. their answer. And Tua right For there. this season, he's a For, oh, he's a Teddy Bridgewater come on, with a pea shooter on, arm. On. All right. All They're right. winning with defense all right, Johnny. And special teams. Go ahead. I, Give I, me your I, winner. He'll take them W's, <laughs> I know by, that. By the way, I don't I don't think I understood the assignment because you guys are, are very much sticking to football and I'm all over the map. Make it uh, Leah told me, uh go go wild. No, so, you're supposed to go okay, wild. Okay, all right. Yeah. So my winner is Miss Fritz. Can we uh Fitz, excuse me, can we show this video, Leah? So then if she hits this shot, they all get to have hot chocolate after recess, right? What kind of handles does she have? Watch this. So she goes out there. They all go nuts, right? Yeah. What the internet didn't know, this went viral last week, Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And and this fits became became a big deal. Uh, this class is like, hey, look, you know, we're so excited. What they did not tell us, you know is that they had a ringer in their midst, right? Miss Fitz, two years or three years removed from being a member of the Rutgers basketball <laughs> team. She played for Rutgers. Oh, man. So uh, we're, here we're all thinking, oh, my gosh, this, this, this you know, a third grade teacher just going all Steph Curry on us. Yeah. She had the pedigree. Like, she, <laughs> she was supposed to hit that. So, so she's a winner on numerous uh, on numerous fronts for both going viral and having none of us know that she actually was a Rutgers player. Her alma mater uh, ratted her out and and posted that picture on Twitter. So she's the winner this uh, week. I thought that was fun. That is great. Cardinals update pointed out she held the hand up uh, like she knew it was going in. She did. Yeah, if you rewatch it, uh, I did Too not cool. know that. I had seen that video on my timeline. I just assumed that was like somebody's like third grade teacher or just yeah. like. She's like, oh, I'll just pick up the basketball and shoot it. But yeah, I could not make that shot for the life of me. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, you look at me. If there's if there's chocolate on the line, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Uh, Jose, John Man has passed away. We discussed it uh, at the top of the show. And he he is all of us are, are my winner for having been able to enjoy Madden's broadcasting, his coaching, of, of course, his video games and what they've meant to, to each one of us and in our lives um just very very sad 85 years old again the last game he ever called super bowl 43 pittsburgh steelers arizona cardinals well gentlemen it's been a pleasure having you both on it's been fun same here man Hang, hanging out hey, letting no, me do this well, in place of cheerson thank you for letting me come in here and make a lot of dumb jokes no, it's, I it's love always it. fun it's the perfect. people love it all right. Well, if you haven't done this already, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Do us a favor. Go ahead and leave a five star review. It really helps us out. We'll be back tomorrow. I, I think Cheers and I are doing a live show pending her travel. Somebody's going to be on with me. Maybe. Uh, maybe I'll pull Espo over to me unless Jeez, Saul gets I, pissed at me again. Uh, for Frank Sanders. For, that's why you should do it. That's, that's true. <laughs> Frank Sanders, Espo, Johnny Venerable. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.